Hello, greetings to all. Welcome to another episode of the And I Am podcast. I am your host, I am your coach, Ann Billingsley. I thank you all for tuning in and being faithful listeners. I pray that it has been a blessing to your life. All right, let's start here, y'all. Today, we're going to give a special shout out to the mothers out there all over the world. Yes, today is set aside for mothers. And you know we have to start with the opening scripture, and it is none other than Proverbs 31 and 10 through 31. Amen. Let's go. All right. Proverbs 10 says, a wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and worked with great hands. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still dark. She provides food for her family and portions for her serving girls. She considers a field and she buys it. Out of her own earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grabs the spending with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hand to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes a covering for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gates where he takes his seat amongst the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchant with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instructions in her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idols. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the reward she earned and let her works bring her praise at the city gates i'll say that last part again give her the reward she has earned and let her work bring her praise at the city gates so this coming mother's day is the first quarantine mother's day but it says to give her reward as she has earned so this mother's day is a day that's set aside to celebrate all the women all over the world that have given birth we have also extended mother's day as even if you're not the biological mother that carried the baby in the womb but you can also be a spiritual mother that helped birth out and that helped birth purpose out of a, another individual. So today I wanted to say happy Mother's Day. I have a special story that I wanted to share because me personally, I grew up uh, as a motherless child in the natural, I should say, because God has really, really, really 
allow the Holy Spirit to comfort me and allowed the Holy Spirit to fill the void of me missing my mother. And I won't uh, lie to you, from time to time I still miss her. I just uh, went through something very um, traumatic about two months ago and I really wanted a mother. I really wanted a mother's love. I wanted someone to embrace me. I wanted someone to, uh, you know, just come and see about me and give me a few hugs and tell me it'll be all right and, you know, mail me a card and like I wanted that so bad and I didn't get it um, naturally, but God, he really allows the Holy Spirit to be a mother to a motherless child. So I do want to just send this prayer out to everyone that may have grown up without a mother, may have just lost their mother may have, they may not even have a relationship with their mother, but their mother is still living. I pray that that relationship is mended. I pray that either way, whoever's at fault, I pray that God will show them the error of their ways that they're able to come down and be humble and, uh, just amend the relationship because there is nothing like a mother. There is no love on earth naturally like a mother's love. None at all. Even if it's a spiritual mom and you didn't see eye to eye and maybe the relationship is not what it used to, I pray and I encourage you to fix that relationship because there is nothing. Mothers are very special. There are a lot of scriptures in the Bible that relates to mothers. One in particular is Psalms 139 and 13 through 14. It says, for you formed me in the inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Amen. So in this particular passage, David is crying out to the Lord and praying and thanking him for knitting him together in his mother's womb and praising him for, he said that I am wonderfully and fearfully made whole and wonderful are your works, Lord. My soul knows it very well. So we are, um, God created us, but we had to go through a birth canal first. We had to go sit in a womb for nine months so that that mother can grow the love and attachment, the tender and the love and the care for us that we need when we come out onto the earth. And we know that once we're birthed into the earth, it does not stop there. It does not stop. There is so many scriptures in the Bible relating to mothers uh, where God is re- is comparing his love by giving us a comparison of earthly love through our mothers. You know, and I just thought that was so amazing. It says in the book of Isaiah 49 and 15, it says, can a mother forget her nursing child? Can she feel no love for the child she has born? So we know that once a mother, once you're birthed out into the earth, the mother nurses us, whether it's with her nursing milk or whether it's with the milk that's provided, you know, uh, in, uh, through other sources. Because nursing someone is nursing them to great health. 
We have to be nursed by our mothers so that we can grow, that we can learn. And that's another thing that I wanted to get to that we as mothers, I am a mother because God, he lets me, he let me know that even though I was a motherless child, I cried out to him before when I first had my daughter. And I was just telling him that I just don't feel like I can do this. I was crying, crying, crying. I just don't feel like I can do this. And the Lord let me know that I was a mother to you as a motherless child. And I need you to be the mother just as I done for you. I'll be able to do it for her. You just be obedient and listen to the spirit of the Lord. So he had to let me know what to do during certain times. It got hectic. It got overwhelming sometimes, especially as a single mother. Let's give a special shout out to the single mothers out there. I come commend you all. I'm not saying that um, as being a wife, um, a two-parent household, that is not a struggle. But I tell you one thing, I was a single parent for about 12 years. And I know you have to be the mother. You have to wear many hats. Um, even though I don't believe that a mother can ever be a father, but you have to try to feel that shoe of making up the difference in your household. So I had to do PTO meetings alone. I had to do a Bible study and running to get her from daycare, running to Bible study, running home to fix the food, then going over home work, making sure she's in the bed at a decent time because if we go anything over 1030, she's going to clown the next day at school and the teacher's going to start calling. Then the doctor called to remind you, hey, you missed the appointment. And if you miss another appointment, you have to pay $25. And I've set another appointment, almost missed that one. I mean, it was hectic, but God kept reminding me that it's going to get easier. It is going to get easier. Once God graces you to be a mother, whether you are a foster mother, whether you are a mother uh, that adopted a child, whether you are a stepmother, whether you are a spiritual mother or that actual biological mother, because you have that word in, f- in front of your title, you are a mom. You are graced to be that thing. And if you have fell short as as a mother and you're listening to this, it is never too late. As long as you are above ground, you can always allow God to make up the difference. I know certain situations where the mother fell short because she was young. You know, she wasn't ready to sit down and be a mom and didn't know what to do, how to do it, wasn't really submitted to God. So how can you, you know, submit to motherhood? But Once God cleaned that thing up, the person was able to forgive their mom and they had children. Then the mom was able to be a great grandmother, a powerful grandmother that helped the daughter and helped the son and helped raise them, helped cook for them, watch them while the parents go to work. But we have to make sure that we're full of love and we're full of forgiveness for that to happen. Amen. So I'm reminded of the scripture in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. And it says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects. It always trusts. And it always hopes. And it always perseveres. And that sounds like a mother to me. I know that I can go in this scripture and point out, if not all of them, I can point some of these uh, attributes out. 
as and apply them to my motherhood towards my children, especially my daughter, because she is a teenager and you have to be a little bit more compassionate. You have to be a little bit more patient with a teen child than you are with a little bitty child that you feel like should make mistakes, that you feel like should um, be able to fall because they're not quite walking yet. But when it's your child that's a little bit older and you know you showed them the way and they still decide and choose to do something different, we still have to be that loving, caring, nurturing, patient mother that shows them the way. Amen. (laughs) All right. All right, y'all. So I have another scripture here in in 1 Peter 3 and 4. It says you should be known for the beauty that comes from within the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is so precious to God as a mother I believe that we should be so precious to God by being gentle with our children just as God is gentle with us by having a quiet spirit I have a book called single don't mean sorrow find your purpose and prosper and I remember one time being on the phone and uh, my daughter had act up at school and I was on the phone with my sister and I was about to tell her what happened and the Holy Spirit um, really just whispered to me don't tell it You need to be quiet right through here and have a gentle spirit because you want to build up enough trust with your child that when something happens in the household that you're not just going to run and tell it. When something happens, when they make a mistake and they may fall, you're not just going to tell it. And I received that and I shut my mouth. And to this day, me and my daughter is able to have girl talk, personal girl talk. We're able to have girl time and she knows that I'm not going to run on the phone. I'm not saying I never told anything because some things is just like, okay, I need help. This is what happened. What do I do? But in this particular situation, it was really something that she was remorseful for and she did not want that to be shared. So that's what I mean by uh, submission. I did a podcast a week before this one on submission about even submitting as a mother to our children. I had to submit as a mother to her, not saying that I had to submit to her in her way and her actions but as a mother you have to submit to your child and God taught me that because I didn't have a mother so I didn't know that that was something that you had to do um so I just thank God for that and that's what I mean by God will be a mother to a motherless child he will send the Holy Spirit to comfort you and talk to you and show you the way because I have met people that said well I didn't have a mama that's why I did it and you know we also run into uh, different people that may have a different men around their daughters and they have to go through things. The Lord stopped that with me at an early age. I believe at about two years old is when I knew not to bring anyone around my daughter. Nothing ever happened. It was just the Holy Spirit girding me up to be an awesome mother. It was the Holy Spirit just growing me up to be a wife at the time. So I thank God for that. So maybe after two years old no one ever was really around my daughter where um, she's seen a different man uh, different days of the week or the month so I just thank God for choosing me to be a mom I thank him for uh, giving me the fruit of my womb that's what the Bible relates it to 
And if you are a person that didn't get a chance to birth naturally, it's not too late to birth spiritually. It's not too late to birth, uh, help push out purpose in someone else's life where you're the mother figure for that woman. Because once God puts that on you, he'll grace you to be the mom that he has called and destined, predestined you to be. Amen. All right. All right. So we have another scripture here in Luke 2, 51. It says, and his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. As we um, grow as a mother, we have different situations where we are treasuring things in our heart. I can tell you one thing about my daughter. I taught her to be very grateful because I am very grateful. It was the little things in life that I had to use to override the big things that happened that was a little traumatic. God was sending just the littlest things to my life. And also this one is for the single women. Something that when my husband was dating me, he had to pray, is this who he was pursuing me? Is this who I want to be my wife to live the rest of my life with? He knew he wanted children. As he dated me, he watched the way I gracefully handled my daughter. He wanted to see what type of mother I was. Now, everyone doesn't get that chance because some people uh, marry, maybe they marry young, which is a blessing, you know, marry both of you don't have children. Um, and also a blended family is a blessing. So it's all on what that person uh, desires and the cost that they're willing to count up. So he knew that he wanted children. So he watched the way I handled my daughter. And I thought that was amazing. I didn't know at the time that's what he was doing. Do I yell at her? Do I pop her? You know, some people um, can go a long time with faking it, but I don't play as a mother. I know that. <laughs> I don't play. I am. I'm just like my dad raised me. So I am really um, big on respect and order. And um, because to me, my daughter, she is like a heartbeat outside of my body. I love her so much. So I always wanted her to make very wise decisions. I wanted her to, you know, make decisions uh, that, because I told her every decision that you make impacts your future. It really would affect your future. So you have to be wise, but also it'll affect the mother because I love you so much. Um, and I can't say today she's a very obedient child. She's loving. She's kind. She started off really giving. And when she became an early teen, of course, they get a little stingy. Uh, don't want mom going in their plate anymore, digging in the chips anymore. <laughs> you know, they think they got their own birthday money. But I can say um, now at 16 years old, she's very much more compassionate. She's very much more giving. And um, I also taught her um, that I learned from my spiritual dad to never show up empty-handed anywhere that you go. You know, try to bring something. Always try to give. And also, the biggest thing about forgiving is to have it in your heart to give to even people that may have offended you, may have mishandled you. Always be willing to give. Whether it's, as the Bible related to, silver and gold, have I none, but what I do have, I give. 
I can give my love to you. I can give a word of God to you because I have a mothering spirit. And I also have to be careful with that too, because sometimes I can over mother. I can, um, maybe that's a made up word, but I can be overly, uh, mothering where it's time for them to take the training wheels off and ride the bike on their own. But I may have the training wheels in hand, chasing them down the street. Wait, just in case you fall. And they like, mama, I got this. I'm trying to be cool. And not just children, but also friends and, you know, also family. We can kind of tend to mother in a friendship and that the person may try to, you know, they may start feeling belittled by you because now you can't turn that mothering spirit off. I know that I'm guilty of it. I am. I even try to talk to uh, one particular friend of mine that I had. I tried to talk regular, you know, like a regular conversation without, um, always trying to correct, always trying to mother, always trying to say, Ooh, watch out for that, you know, and just hear them out and go along with it. But that is just the mother in me, y'all. That is just how much God has instored in me. And I'm also still learning. I'm still learning. I heard a young woman today. She's much more seasoned than I am, um, in age and in uh, salvation. And I was able to listen and learn some things from her being a mother and a spiritual mother. Um, you know, telling the difference between mentorship and spiritual motherhood. And I do believe that God has called me, um, one day to step into the role, um, to step into the, uh, role as a spiritual mom, but it's just not there yet. Um, until then I will help a midwife, a woman where I'm helping push out and birth their purpose out because God has given me spiritual eyes that I'm able to see the greatness in people and not always the bad things. So, you know, if someone calls your uh, phone and they get to telling you all the bad things about your child, you, you can know that they have that, but as a mother, you'll know that it's so much more greater inside of them than the things that you're naming. You're ready to throw them away because of the things that they have done that was not so pleasing to you. But as a mother, I'm willing to take the good and the bad. As a mother, I'm willing to take the bitter with the sweet. Bring them home. Let me nurture them. Let me embrace them. Let me love that part of them out of them so that they can grow in the strength and in the positivity of what they do have inside of them. Mothers, you all rock. (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm getting excited. That is something so sweet about the mother. I thank God for it. And also for people that have not been a mom, some people are still praying to, you know, be a mom or to extend their family. There is nothing too hard for our God. You know, just ask him and pray that he uh, makes your womb fruitful. You know, because sometimes when we're trying to be a mother and some people have been through where they have lost their babies, you know, through miscarriages or stillborn. And that's a form of rejection. You know, that can feel like the the, the aborted uh, baby was abandoned, abandoned you. That can bring on abandonment. And sometimes uh, while we're talking about that, we talk a lot about daddy issues, but there are also mommy issues. They're all, I know I grew up with mommy issues. I always felt um, defenseless. Like I had no one to defend me. You know how they always related to a mama bear and the mama cub. I knew that if some something comes up to attack my daughter and I'm there, I'll jump in front of her to take the attack for her. 
you know? So as a mother, I missed that part. Every battle that I had to fight um, and I didn't want to be carnal minded with, I had to go to God for it. I had to fight every battle on my knees, crying out to God, even two o'clock, three o'clock, four in the morning, crying out to God, asking for a revelation. And there was times that I wish I could have called a mother. You know, I wish I could have, but I didn't. But I can't let that stop me from reaching my destiny. I can't let that stop me from being all that God has called me to be. Because guess what? I'm not just a mother. There's many different hats. There's many different gifts. There's a different call that God may have on my life than just being uh, a child that needs a mother. So I had to realize one day, it took many years, maybe three decades, to know that, Ann, you just can't replace the mother that you have. But God is telling me that I can be all that to you and more. I can allow you to be something that you didn't have. Now, you know, that takes equipment to do that. He had to equip me for that. So that is what he called me to. He want me to be to others what I didn't have. So that's why I'm able to um, ask God permission to do things and to say things because I've, I may have said some things that hurt my daughter's feelings and I will go back and I would apologize to her. You know, I'm sorry about that. And then she'll say, you know, I'm sorry about that too. And, you know, we're able to talk and laugh and, you know, get over the things and even another year can go by and we can really laugh about it. And that's how we build memories, fond memories. That's how we build a bond. I'll tell you this story about her. So today I brought her some push pins that go into the wall and she said something she told me that she wanted like a month ago. She jumped out of her bed, threw down her phone and hugged me so tight. <laughs> it was so beautiful. My heart smiled. Um, she was so grateful for these um, push pins to go on the wall because she wanted to hang her shoe boxes on the wall um, and get some LED lights. So I thought that was so amazing. I actually hugged her, hugged her, hugged her, and she like, okay, mama, okay, you're doing a little too much. <laughs> Because I was so grateful for that moment. Because as a teenager, it may take a lot to um, please them. Because there's a whole world out there that's saying that you're uncool once you're a mom. So when she did that, I came into the living room afterwards. And I'm like, thank you, Lord. Because those are the little things that I pray for. Those are the little um, moments that I live for. And I just love as a mother. When you show gratitude. When you're just grateful for for the small things. This girl was grateful for push pins to go into her wall that she can do something that she envisioned many, many months ago. So imagine if we just get grateful to God and we just start thanking him for the little things. In that moment with my daughter, I wanted to go out and buy something else so I can have that moment again. I wanted to go out. I even went to the store and said, did you need anything? She's like, no, I'm good. She's grateful for the day, right? So imagine if we get before God and we're just saying, thank you, Lord, for the little things. Thank you for allowing me to be a mother. Thank you for my mother. Thank you for my grandmother. Thank you for the food on the table, Lord. I just thank you. If we get that grateful the way my daughter was and the, how my heart really wanted to go out and even get more so that I can relive that moment. Imagine how much more God is so happy to continue to give 
us things that we can continue to worship him. Because actually the Bible tells us that we were created to worship. God loves a worship. Even with our lifestyle, we worship him in gratefulness and gratitude. So I pray that this episode has been a blessing to you all. Again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there in the world. This is the day set aside for it. But I say happy Mother's Day every day because every day as you being a mother, you are growing fonder and fonder in the Lord's eyes. And again, if you are a mother that have made mistakes, if you are a mother that have not um, filled that shoe as you should, forgive yourself, forgive your child, forgive whatever reason or however it happened, and just mend that relationship. Because I can tell you there is no love like a mother's love. And a lot of times we talk about daddy issues, but there are also mommy issues. And it is time to get it together. Let's honor God on one accord. I thank God for grandmothers. I had two amazing grandmothers. Their name was Annie. (laughs) I'll go ahead and tell the truth on myself. I am named after my grandmothers. Their name was Annie Lee, and I am Anne. I'll call myself Anne, but my biological name is Annie. And only about one or two people call me Annie. Um, One special person calls me Annie, and I tell you, it just melts my heart. It reminds me a lot when my mom used to call me Annie uh, as a child. But that's a secret, y'all. I just released that only to the and I am positive podcast listeners (laughs) so blessings to you all again enjoy your mother's day for every day is a day to honor and praise of mother y'all have a good day and as always keep going